All right, welcome to something brand new. The Audio Lab with Greg T. Garrett. We have so much to talk about that has happened in the world over the past week that we figured, let's break it down. Kind of like Weekend Update. Maybe not as funny as Colin Jost and Michael Che, but we'll try our best. Uh, Greg T., how are you, friend? Yo, what's up, dude? I like it. So th- is that Something what we're calling new. this? Audio Lab? I think the Audio Lab, will, It's a you know maybe it could be a work in progress or a working title, but right now, let's stick with the Audio Lab. Because I, I kind of liked... Yeah, I guess Audio Lab sounds good. I like Audio Lab. You know, you know I'm going to go with that. We got audio so lab. much we could review in the week and stuff that we can't get to, uh, you know, at our- Maybe we should have lab coats on. We can get lab coats, like but- Like scientists, we're like, you know, it's like science It's science in here. We're going to we're gonna mess around with some audio, and uh, we need some, some different record players and things like that, and uh, CD players and sound effects. And we definitely could do that. We mm. definitely can, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. So much, so much to talk about, so much to go over, I mean- so much to do in so little time. Exactly. So let, let's start with uh, the week. Uh, so coming off of the weekend and uh, coming off the holiday, too, everybody was watching Bird Box on Netflix. Did you watch it? I did. And uh, oh, do you want to know my thoughts? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I thought the movie was was good. I didn't, and I'm not. It wasn't as this. scary as everyone. It wasn't. seemed to made it out. It was and a lot I'm, of hype. And I'm not a fan of scary movies. Right? No, you're not. No, you hate them. I, I don't like it. I don't like sitting on the edge of my seat, not knowing what's going to happen at the end. I, I don't enjoy that. Um, I, I I got the movie. The, the reason why I'm struggling with this is that. I don't want to kill the ending, and I'm not going to ruin it on anybody. No, we're not, we're not going to kill it, but the whole base is pretty much Sandra Bullock lives in a town yeah. that people are just dying. Well, this is nope. the other thing, though. Is it is it just the town, or like, are we supposed to believe that the entire country was being taken over by this thing? I guess it's left open to interpretation, so if you mm-hmm. want to think the country, I'll think a town, but mm-hmm. it leaves it open to Bird Box 2, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, come uh, on. Maybe. Are you kidding who, me? Who no knows? way. Who knows? Well, uh, well but you might we- be right, though, because the thing is, is that my, my point was, is that the ending, I just didn't like the ending at all. At all. Like, literally, when the movie ended, I just was like, that's... That's it? Like, I just didn't like it. So maybe you're right, Garrett. Maybe at the end, you know, there has to be a part two because there it goes. It's like, now what? What happens next? But so, so there you go. So with that, the whole premise of the uh, the movie on Netflix, Bird Box, is Sandra Bullock and everyone in the town, when they go out uh, outside of uh, the house yeah. or anywhere, they wear these blindfolds. Yep. And uh, which started the blindfold challenge, as we all have heard over the past week, where people are doing stupid things with uh, blindfolded and tried to match you know, what Sandra Bullock was doing in a movie, mm-hmm. including this teenager from Utah that did the Bird Box Challenge, just something like you have done while driving. Yes. Immediately hit another car, a light pole, and a wall. No one was hurt, but if you don't know, you know, the Bird Box Challenge uh, where you do everyday stuff, get hurt. But uh, let's listen to the police talking about what just happened uh, to this teenager in Utah. She proceeded to pull her beanie down over her eyes as she was driving down the road. Can't imagine somebody purposefully doing something that makes them not see while driving. The stakes are so high anyway, but to try and do it in that condition, not being able to see anything is just extremely dangerous. This is one thing we never thought we'd have to say, don't drive blindfolded. Don't you think that this is becoming like a like an almost quarterly thing because it was the Tide Pod challenge where idiots were trying to yeah. eat Tide Pods and we always need that reminder in life, do not do that. That's dumb. Yeah. But you've done this before. Okay, so, so no no but you've done the Bird Box challenge before it was the Bird Box challenge. <laughs> That's right. Uh how hard is it 
to cover your eyes yeah. and actually try to maneuver a, a vehicle. Yeah, the way, okay, but I have to be, I have to confess, uh, the way we did it, because we knew that that was crazy to do. Right. Uh, we had come up with a concept that we would blindfold myself, and then somebody in the passenger seat would tell me to either, you know, speed up, stay straight, go left, go right, uh, you know. Uh, kind of essentially be your eyes and ears. Right, and hit the brake, and then come to a complete stop. Uh, but we felt like, you know, even that was so dangerous. So the way we did it was we did it with a black stocking. So it looks it looked from like, afar yeah. that you are blindfolded, which you are. But if you take a black uh, a black stocking, not that I'm telling you to go do that right now, uh, but if you take a black stocking, you can see through the black stocking. For the most part. Correct. Like, uh, not clearly, obviously, right. but enough where you, you, can, can, you, you know what you're doing. You get the point across That's of right. what you're trying to do. So, so it's, it looks good and it plays out well if you're on the radio pulling a radio gag uh but at the end of the day it is that too is dangerous uh but i you would i wouldn't recommend that to anyone now uh so so another thing i was just reading up on so outside of the bird box challenge uh there is coming out of uh moxville north carolina this is the cool thing about my job i learned about these new places moxville i am totally writing it down maybe for next week i can tell you a little bit about five facts about moxville, moxville north carolina how, how do you spell moxville M-O-C-K-S-V-I-L-E. M-O-C-K-S-V-I-L-E. All right, so someone, uh, do you have anything out in your yard, like a Hold piece on. of... Five things about Moxville. Right, uh, like a like a like maybe a, a sculpture of some sort or outside of the holidays, no? Yeah, no, we don't have anything. I mean, there's there's neighbors of mine that have like a, uh, a lion sculpture or like uh, a, a dog sculpture at their door, but I, I don't have anything at my house. No. So someone decided to put a big wooden statue of Bigfoot in the woods Ooh. on the side of a road. Ooh. And uh, you know what that did? That prompted a lot of people to call 911. <laughs> I've always thought that there was something in them woods. You never know what's really out there. I thought, oh my gosh. I was like, what in the world is going on back there? Wait a minute, am I seeing what I'm seeing? I mean, people are just saying, no, no. I said, well, come over here and look. Yeah, they stopping, slowing down. Some will go up the road, turn around. It's kind of wild looking. Yeah. So, Greg, Greg <laughs> I call you up. I go, yeah, man. hey, man. Yeah. I was just outside. I think I saw Bigfoot in the road. You think you would, saw Bigfoot? Would you believe? Where'd you see Bigfoot? First at? off, would you believe that Bigfoot is actually in Moxville, North Carolina? Wow! If I called you and said I'm convinced Bigfoot, <laughs> if I called you and I said I'm convinced yes. Bigfoot is out there, I'd be like, bro, what are you doing, man? Why what are you, are you smoking? Why are you bothering what are you me with smoking? This? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't like people bothering me as it is. So now you're gonna call me and go, dude, I, I saw a Bigfoot. Come on, man. What are you? What are you doing, bro? Why are you calling? Me yeah. So so that's going on in Moxville, North Carolina. What's wrong uh, with these people? I don't I don't know. Uh, you hear about these stories all the time. But where, I do believe that there could be a creature out there somewhere. So you actually think there's a big, some type, it might not be Bigfoot, it, there's something out there. I do believe that this Just is one a or very many. big country. One or many. Uh, you got to think many at that question. point. Do I believe that there's one or many? You got to think there's many. I, yeah, I got to tell you, I would think that there are many ginormous looking creatures that are walking the the country somewhere in the woods or in a wooded area in a desolate area there is something out there I, I and you know well, I can tell you it might know. be in Moxville, North Carolina. I'm telling you, I can't wait. I got to look it up. Moxville, Moxville North, North Carolina. Go ahead. Go all ahead. right, all right. So uh, we hear about this all the time, where uh, yeah. where a you know maybe a grandmother is trying to send out uh, a text message to her grandchildren, and it ends up going to a random stranger, and the random stranger comes over for dinner and become best friends. Right? Who, that never happened. 
Because my grandmother would never do that. But not your grandmother <laughs> specifically, but you hear the story from time to time. So a guy in Phoenix a- accidentally got invited to a stranger's bachelor party. Okay, how would you get invited to a stranger's party? He has party? the same name as one of the groom's friends, and his email was very similar, so probably by a letter oh off or my. whatever. Is that real? Come on. And he replied that he was in, the stranger. This is balls. <laughs> this is balls to be a stranger. Walk, right. I'm going to go. Walk, walking in. And the other guy's got a kick out of the response. So he's going. Okay. He's not backing out. <laughs> so he even set up a GoFundMe page that at the time, as of Monday, raised close to $2,000 in two days Come to pay on. for this guy. So let's hear what How they have to say. Happen? It was a bunch of guys talking about going on a ski resort vacation uh, for a bachelor party, uh, Martin Luther King Day weekend. I thought to myself, well, I don't know anyone named Angelo. Uh, and it sort of seemed like one of those weird scam Nigerian prince emails, and I didn't know what to think of it. They then sent me an email saying, if you're serious, we're serious, get on that plane and get here. My wife couldn't be more happy to be rid of me for a weekend and she doesn't have to pay for it. What a dream. It's every wife's dream. Sounds like this guy's been tied up in the house way too long that, that is so weird, at man. any given time, a stranger could say, hey, uh, this is not for you, but if you want to come, come. And he goes, yes. I, I personally would not go to a bachelor party that no. I was not invited to, even if it was by accident. Seriously, if I call, even if I called Trish and I said, hey, uh, you won't believe so, this. Yeah, you won't believe this. I, I got invited. I don't even know these people, and I'm going to go to this bachelor party. Uh, see you later. I'm going out for the weekend. She would think there's something totally strange. There's no way. First off, the, st- the story ridiculous. won't add up. I, it doesn't. I, I, it I would doesn't. believe that you saw Bigfoot in Moxville, North Carolina, more so than a guy randomly invited you to a bachelor party. Yep. I think. It, now, see. Fake story. Fake story. <laughs> a fake story. Well, there's a segment right there. Fake or real. But fake, I, I think. Fake audio. But, but I think if we were the, the guys a part of the bachelor party, I think it's kind of like a story because you always need a story in the in the bachelor party of, hey, remember the time we invited a stranger to come? Yeah. No. If I was on the other way and I was the stranger, I couldn't go. Right. No, it's just, there's no way Allie would let you go. There's no way Trish would let me go. And there's no way that in, the, in our right mind you and I would ever even go. Nobody would. Ask 10 people if they would go, and I'm telling you nine of them would not go. There's no way. That's why I'm calling that fake audio story. All right. Well, this one was big, too. Uh, so, as we know, we're coming up on championship weekend in the NFL. Yeah, we and, are. And uh, the Patriots are taking on the Chiefs. So, it's kind of interesting Chiefs. what uh, what – Tom Brady said after uh, his big post-game interview, and uh, as you know, if Who you're not— Who want to be in the championship game? Uh, anyone but New England. Yeah, I, I'm looking for uh, a say, um, what you call Chiefs Saints. Chiefs Saints? Yeah, I, that would be a nice Super Bowl, I think, right All right. there. I'll, I'll take the Rams, even. But, as we know, if uh, unless you're from New England or a fan of the Patriots, you think Tom Brady sucks. Only because he's so good, <laughs> the only thing left to do is just say he sucks. So this was kind of interesting. He was on CBS, I believe. This is Tom Brady post-game. Listen to what he had to say about what he thinks— the rest of the world thinks of him. It'll be a good game. They're a good team. And uh, we played them earlier this year. You know, I know, you know, everyone thinks we suck and, you know, can't win any games. So we'll see. It'll be fun. He's kind of going for the reverse psychology of like, hey, listen, we're going to go out there and win. Pretty much saying like, hey, I know you know we suck. Yeah. But we're not going to suck. Well, you know, I think. Here's the thing for me uh, when it comes to the to the Patriots this year. Uh, did I think that they were the strongest team out there? No. No. I thought they were beatable. I thought that— um, Were they the smartest, though? Probably. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I just— I, it, that to me that might be a slip of the tongue by Brady. I think he just you know he just got done playing the game, and I think he just came out when he said people think we suck. Uh, I, I think that what he's feeling is that people felt that they were not uh, an intimidating team this year. Right. So that's what I think. 
You know, and, and it showed they had several losses. Uh, listen, you know, when you're as unstoppable, and let's face it, it's not that we, 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 me and you both do not like the Patriots at all. Right. Okay. But the thing is that you have to be, you know, you have to pay respect where respect is due. And, and the Patriots, I mean, they've always been in the championship game. You know, I, I forget how many times in the past 10 years they've been there. They, they're always winning. They're, they're, they're a couple seasons they were like undefeated where they got one loss. So you take a team like that, all of a sudden you got three or four losses. To us, you're like, oh, you, you stink. No. Now, now I love they, they don't stink. And now I love this. Uh, I, I think Tom Brady was just feeding into the no the haters. self pity. No self pity. Exactly. I love this. Uh, so in L.A. over last weekend, they decided to have the brilliant idea of bringing Snoop Dogg into the play by play booth. Now, oh, I heard this clip. I loved it. So, so they let uh, two guys who probably only know Snoop Dogg uh, for gin and juice and smoking weed yeah, yeah, into yeah. the booth to do a little play-by-play for a couple minutes. Wait, wait, what, what did you think of this sound? Because I know you've heard it before. What did you think of it? I, I thought it was great. Could yeah. I, could I listen to it for two hours? No, but well, it is like. An average guy like you and I going yeah. into a booth and trying to call a professional game. Right. No, I, you're right. I, I could not listen to Snoop in there the whole entire time. But if they had him, let's say, on the sidelines or maybe in an end zone and they went to him like every now and then. Even for like, so, no, I, th- his, I, no, I think I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do that because he, mm. he would want to command. He would rightfully so because he's Snoop Dogg. He right. would want to command the, the screen. There was something and which which our audience is going to hear right now. There is something to it, though, where it it, it takes the the announcers the way that they are they're so professional it takes it out and it gives you such a raw feeling of somebody calling the game right and there was something about it that I actually enjoyed so I, right, I might be go. foolish but I so kind of enjoyed it this is Snoop Dogg last Saturday doing play by play in yeah. the booth for the L A Kings against the Pittsburgh Penguins hands up oh watch oh. out oh he stole on him he final cut hold on now oh, get it cracking in let's go Snoop Dogg in the house let me see some Drop the sticks, man. Let's get cracking, man. Yeah. To the middle of the rink. Let's go. Let's get cracking. Number three wanted. I like that. Who was number three for us? Dion foot up. Dion, go get cracking, Dion. Yeah, him. go get him, Dion. Get him, Dion. Move, Dion. Get out the way. Get out go get the him. Way. Go, go get him. Still, still charring with him. A little chirping. Okay, right, right. I like that. So when they do get into a competition like that, the referee has the the, the sole control power to say, y'all not going to fight, right? <laughs> they can tell you that. You don't have to listen. Well, they listen right there. Yeah, yeah. See the big boys get in, the linesmen. Those guys have the toughest job. Okay, all right, all right. So that was just mushing going on. It was more mushing than yeah, fighting. Yeah. Face wash. Okay, face all right, wash. all right, all right, all right. Those gloves are stinky. That's why I love this sport, awful. man. That's why I love this, because you got to be a 100% man to play this, man. <laughs> See, I like that he's even coming up with his own terms. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, now he's like, that's, what is it? That's motion? That's motion or whatever? Dude, I like that. I like that's a whole new raw take on being an announcer. But I think just from time to time, I think a whole two hours of that kind of will get annoying. All right. I'm, I'm, give give me a few minutes here and there. Okay. I'm into it. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't debate you on it. And I would understand that uh, some people don't, don't like that all game long. I would be on the side of it, like let's let's go down to uh, center ice where uh, Snoop Dogg's got um, an interview or uh, his take on what 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 just happened at the end of the first period, right? And then you go to him, and then he gives his take. Uh, maybe like even to uh, you know after a fight, Snoop, what'd you see there? You know, uh, you know, get his take on things. So I would like Snoop in there. 
but not in there the whole entire time. You ever see Snoop do play by play for the Animal Planet? <laughs> no. He's he has where like like uh, two giraffes are mating and yep. he does the color commentary. It's hilarious. No. It's on YouTube. No. Uh, all right, so uh, we're both movie guys. You know we love to watch movies from time to time. You ever see you this? more than me though? Yeah, man. right. You, you are dead you on with the movies. You see uh, the Social Network. Oh yeah, when yeah, it, from back in the day. Jesse Eisenberg of uh, uh, from my hometown of East Brunswick, New Jersey. Yes, uh, Justin Timberlake. That's right. Well, not Aaron from my hometown. Aaron Sorkin was the was the uh, producer and mm -hmm. uh, the director. of of the original social network. Yep. What do you think he has to say about could there be a social network too with all the stuff that has come out about Facebook ever since the movie originally came out? Oof, you know would what? would he be in, into it? Yes or no? Uh I would I would love to see that again and I think it would do really great in the movies. Um you know what? I I'm going to say that he says no that he would not do it again. All right, let's go to the audio tape. First of all, I'm I know a lot more about Facebook in 2005 than I do. Uh, in 2018. But I know enough to know that there should be a sequel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Sequel. Uh, a lot of very interesting dramatic stuff has happened since the movie ends. Uh, Capitol uh, Hill. With, uh, with settling the lawsuit from the Winklevoss twins and Eduardo Savarin. Uh, and they're rich. Yep. And Scott, who produced the social network. Uh, I, I've gotten more than one email from him with an article attached saying, isn't it time for a sequel? <laughs> so, okay, wrong, wrong, wrong. I was wrong. I mean, I think about it. I'm there's, wrong. I'm wrong. there's a lot. Jesse Eisenberg sitting on Capitol Hill answering questions about yeah. selling data and selling America, America's data. Russia. Uh, oh, God, Russia. I can't stand but, Russia But anymore. what I'm saying, for the for the sake of the movie, there's a lot in there, too. You you, you got the payment of the Winklevoss twins who allegedly created Facebook and and, uh, and uh, was stolen out from underneath them. Uh, and what are they doing now with all their money that they got off of Facebook? Facebook going public on, on Wall Street. Well, again, I know that there's a lot of stories there. I know that you could do a lot more with it. I just thought that it was a, uh, a period of time when uh, social media was just... Just well, just started. To, uh, yeah, just starting to expand. Addiction and, uh, now to, to yeah, Facebook. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. All right, I was wrong. I'm All right, a man. Let, I let, can admit when I'm wrong. Yeah, let's I'm move wrong. on. Let's move on. Uh, so on. Can't wait to see part two on Tuesday. Oh, you never know. It, it, well, it's probably already written. We we just don't know. Uh, on Tuesday, this came out. A 29 year old woman in Miami recently met a guy at a club. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a nice little love story we're about to tell you, right? <laughs> yeah. Went back to his hotel. Yep. Sounds about to some sexy time get, about to get on. Then took off. The guy took off his five Rolex watches he owned. Wow. Worth over a hundred thousand dollars. Great to you and I. We're not rich people. I don't even own a Rolex. That is a true story. I do not own. You a might Rolex own a, watch. A, 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 if anything, a nope. knockoff. You got a Canal Street for twenty bucks. I'm telling. Yeah, I I do not. I swear to you, I do not own not one, not even a cheap one. I do not own a Rolex watch. But the woman stole all five. Wow. Went into the bathroom, said, "Hey, excuse me, honey. I'll be I'll be right back." Wow. This guy probably thinking, "All right, well, she's gonna." Come out and seduce me and yeah. whatever. It's going to be a great night. Let's get it on. Yeah. Okay, she runs. Yes. Where, no, she did not. Where are the five Rolex watches? Shut up. She took them? She not only took them, she put them in her vagina. No. Come on now. Now. The, she did not. The only, So the police found her. No. Police found her. Yeah. Said, okay, uh, we need the watches. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they are. 
I don't. What do you mean you don't know where they are? I don't know where they are. Okay, well, let's come in for questioning. Now, if you've ever been to a police station, which you have. Four times. You go through a metal detector. Yes, you do. Metal detector detected something. Ding, 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 ding. There was no metal on her. They, where were, is they, it? they searched her. I don't get it. Machines aren't broken. They all came We've out. Ca- no. Five of them. Oh Me- there were many God. questions, but let's go to the oh police my. talking about Wait, the situation. The, do you know where this happened? In Miami. In Miami. Ma- oh Miami, my. Florida. Here ah. we go. This is what the police had to say about the whole situation. Brought the defendant back to the room. He went to use the bathroom. And when he came out, he noticed that his Crown Royal bag containing five high-luxury watches valued at $108,000 were missing. Questioned the defendant about the missing bag, and the defendant opened the hotel door and ran out. She was subsequently taken into custody. And uh, in the course of taking the defendant into custody, when she was being processed, the watch was uh, secreted in the vaginal area. Oh, in the vaginal area. My God. Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> but wait, how did they catch her running out? Where'd they catch her? Because she was probably running like she was riding a horse. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, I've heard of people putting stuff in their bras. This you, is a no, whole all, new ball game. Uh, let's, let's keep it in Florida, too. Uh, so, a 30 year old guy yeah. uh, named Brian Stewart facing okay. charges uh, after he got into it with his neighbor. You ever get into it with your neighbor? Um, no, I've been pretty good about Me it. Me too. I mean, I, for, I, I mean, there's a couple of neighbors I, I try to avoid. I side eye. Yeah, yeah. I, I side eye a bunch of neighbors. Never got into it. Yeah. One, one, of, one of my neighbors once, I uh, was doing work in the back, uh, my backyard, and had some friends over, yeah. like helping me out. Um, uh, we're digging up grass. Yeah. And uh, the guy came in my backyard. You know, as opposed, I would knock on someone's door. I wouldn't right. just walk into the. Move your car. I'm about to hit it. Ooh. What? Okay, I don't he appreciate came, that. He came into my. I wasn't. I was in my house. Yeah, yo. Boss, so he back came off. in and he talked. He talked to my friends like that. Back down, killer. So, uh, but this guy, um, he threatened. You know, why he's getting charged. This sounds. This sounds innocent. Yeah. He threatened to kill his neighbors with kindness. Something nice, right? <laughs> he's gonna kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness. What's you think killing? What's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong? Let's let's turn to the news to see what's wrong with that. All right. According to investigators, Brian Stewart was arrested after threatening to kill his neighbor with kindness. Kindness is the word written on a machete owned by Stewart. The Pensacola News Journal says Milton cut the man with a machete. The victim suffered a half-inch cut on his hand. Given the situation, very messed up. Very messed up. Extremely. Very smart, though. Sure, right. So the machete is is named kindness. Hey, I'm going to kill you with kindness. Bring it on. Bring it on. Oh, fine. Let's see that kindness. (laughs) Yo, what are you doing with that machete? Put the machete down. This is kindness. Hold on. Rethink things. Rethink things. No way. Uh, I'm out of here. No way. All right. uh, We also learned that uh, Chris Pratt is engaged. Congratulations. To uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger, nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. But here's the interesting fact. Wedding so bells. you ever you ever see or hear those stories where it's like a couple was in a picture when they're at Disney World together, yeah. but they never knew they were in the picture? What do you mean? You, you, you know, two little kids. Like, let's just say. You, so, well, your kids. You're, okay, your kids are taking a picture. No. Uh, I'm, Donald Duck. Let's say when I was four years old, I took a picture at Disney World. Okay. And then uh, in the background right. is Allie, but we never knew. Get out of here. Dude, is You've f- never heard of those stories I either? I have, but I mean, you believe those things? I, yeah, you have to think. But anyway, so, so you're, yeah, here's how okay. I'm relating to this. Right. So Access Hollywood found this video of, uh, they were interviewing Catherine Schwarzenegger. Access! Uh, and uh, they asked her to pick between, at the time, they weren't dating yet, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. So I would ask you first, Greg T., out of those three men, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, who would you pick to to marry? I like Chris Evans. Chris Evans? Okay. Yeah. I probably would go uh, probably Hemsworth. Mm. But 
Let's listen to what a then single Catherine Schwarzenegger had to say. Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, or Chris Evans? Chris Evans. Actually, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's been looking good lately, so you never know. That was a year before they even started dating. You know, I gotta say though, that's a great question. I, you know what? If I was really, uh, if I wasn't too lazy, I would go out to the streets and I'd ask people that same question: Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, or Chris Evans? That's a great question. Great question. Uh, let's see what I else. I wonder who would win. Well, you got to think Pratt at the end of the day. See why? Because he's popular. Oh, but look at Chris Evans. Come on. This might be a little bit more. You know, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, of course. So you like Evans, I obviously. Know. You like blondes. He's he's much more my kind of guy. And but that's the thing. He has facial hair. You hate I, facial. Yeah, but he wears it well. That's, okay. As long does. as you wear it well, you're he, all right. That's right. He he keeps it in line. It's not like all over the place. You put on some beard oil. You're I like good. That. I'm fine with that. I'm all fine right. With that. Uh, let's let's uh, go over to some type of stupid story. So according to a new uh, study, one out of four people under the age of 25 want their ashes pressed into a vinyl record when they die. Really? Can you do that? Yeah, Apparently we can because we're about to learn about it. Oh. A company that does it has been around since 2010 and they process uh, and and the process isn't that complex. Really? You would think that. Uh, how do you how do, do it? How do you put ashes so, into so, a record? So you're going to hear pops and crackles on of this? Of course you are. And that would be your oh, ashes. No. Come on, dude. It's, why listen, are you giving me these? Listen to this guy. Many, do you know how many times that I have been, oh, God, during this whole entire podcast? Dude, many times. Can we, for next week, can you give me more happy things? Well, I want more happy it's, stuff. It's interesting stuff. So, this so listen, is not interesting. I, this is like ridiculous. Well, listen, oh. this is the creator. Press human ashes after they've been cremated into vinyl records. Oh. It's very simple at the end of the day. How simple In is effect, it? You're making a record as you normally do. You have your audio. And then from that, they make tin stampers, which is like a reverse of a vinyl. So instead of the grooves and the valleys, you have kind of mountains, if you like. And then those you plates the are used to press a piece of vinyl. And what we do at that stage is put the ash onto the vinyl. It's like a sandwich. Before it's pressed. So it's basically squished into the, the <laughs> so record. Squished. That is it does compromise the sound. It's of exactly what it does. there's you a don't human want in to there be happening at a pressing plant oh. normally, but those pops and crackles are them. Oh. It's just something that you know your great 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 grandson or granddaughter can be sitting in their room listening, reading the cover, and learning you hear their a bit body? about you. Gross! Dude, that's disgusting. Hey, Honestly, hey Greg, day, you want to come over disgusting. and listen to some music? Oh, no you wanna, way. You, you want to listen to my no, aunt? No, that is You, you want to come listen to my aunt? Absolutely not. No, If you play no, it backwards, no. she speaks to you. Oh, dude. That would be great for our <laughs> No, uh, it didn't happen. All right. Uh, no, let, all right. So no. the, you are, uh, you, you see. I want, I am calling for happy sound. You see, have you seen, uh, have you happy seen. Happy audio. You seen the movie Caddyshack? Yeah, give me something funny. Yeah, funny. you've seen the movie Caddyshack, of course, so Bill that's Murray, iconic, iconic. Uh, you know golfers. Did you know, Greg T? Yes. That in Caddyshack, yeah, the sound of the gopher, yeah, is the same sound as, as the body on the uh, album. No, as the same as the dolphin on the TV show Flipper. What year did Caddyshack come out? Uh, I don't know. Nineteen eighty. There I, you go. I just looked. It I up. wasn't born yet. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
That's so cool. So Flipper. Wow. So all you know what I think it is that when they were creating it, they were yeah. like, "Oh my God, we forgot to get sound for for the Gopher." Ugh. What do we got? What do you got? Hey, Bill, what do you got? Well, I just finished uh, this TV show, Flipper. I and wish uh, had, I wish I would had some sound clips from Caddyshack. Now I want to go watch the movie. Oh, what this? Caddyshack. What I have been pushed. I think it's about time that somebody teach these varmints a little lesson about morality and about what it's like to be a decent, upstanding member of a society. <laughs> so quick. Come to Carl, Brian. Come to Carl. <laughs> Bill Murray. So great. Okay. I guess we're playing for keeps now. I guess the getting around is pretty much over, huh? So great. So, so uh, great. Uh, the other big story this week that was happening was uh, the Clemson football team went yeah. to the White House, and uh, the president uh, gave them uh, McDonald's and Wendy's and fast food. But it, I mean, these are star, these are all star athletes. Now they're going to go eat. Not that. Not that which I've learned. I, I I talked to some of my friends that did I play watch, football. I want to watch the sponsors, right. but uh, you know, I don't know if they're running out eating that kind of food. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Michael Strahan got a lot of press because he said he would bring everybody to New York City for lobster dinners. They're you but, go. but that when the president did that, it reminded me of a clip of one of my favorite movies, Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. Another where, great movie. Where yeah. they're, they're sitting at the table. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey, Zeus. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. <laughs> that was everything they served at the White House. <laughs> Hey, which is better, Talladega Nights or Caddyshack? Uh, Talladega Nights. You think so? I think so. Better than Caddyshack. Uh, well, that again, I Caddyshack though is such an iconic movie. It I was, was, I was, I, I wasn't. Uh, Caddyshack has four years on me, mm. so it's it's thirty eight, thirty nine years old. I'm thirty four. Interesting though. Um, Caddyshack uh, or Talladega Nights? You see, uh, you see that new Gillette ad. Which one? Uh, so Gillette put out an ad, yeah. uh, pretty much encouraging men to do better in the Me Too era. Why don't I know this commercial? So, so listen to the commercial, but a lot of backlash being pretty much going, really? Okay. A bunch of guys around the grill and then a voiceover. I'm trying to think why I haven't... I, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you on YouTube. I have seen this commercial. Let's listen to it. All right. Is this the best a man can get? Gillette? Is it? We can't hide from it. Sexual harassment. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off, making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. We believe in the best in men. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. Wow. That's a powerful commercial. I've, I have never seen that one. I don't it know is. why I've never seen it. Just, uh, you it's know, good. for Gillette to, yeah. to say, we're, we're going to tell people how it is. A lot uh, More backlash than positivity coming out of it. But, uh, yeah, th- that's that's this thing, too. We want to we wanna put it all out there. So you love all, serve all. This is what the world is talking about right now, yep. uh, including an artist that created a sound installation. How in, many more pieces of audio do we have in this uh, laboratory we have? We got a full lab. Oh, my God. Imagine going to Africa and being listening to Toto's Africa on loop. Oh my god. <laughs> Just that part. You know, I gotta tell you, I love when Saturday Night Live did the bit about this. But he's like, when uh, it was uh, was a Matt Damon on it. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta tell you that, that song by Weezer is so good. Hear the wind <laughs> in the background? Yeah. Do the yeah. Things. 
lot of lot of stuff going on. We can we can play True just a story f- about that song. Yeah. I literally I, in Washington, I literally I I physically got on my bicycle when I was a kid, drove ro- dro- drove my bike to. Did I drive it or did I ride it? You rode I it. Rode my bike. Okay, fair enough. I rode my bike to the to the uh, record store and I bought myself a forty five. Do you know what a forty five is? What's that? The forty five is a small record. It's okay. uh it's not it's not a huge album. It's it's a single, you know? And it's like it's like, you know, half the size of a record. Can you put ashes in it? That's disgusting. <laughs> I guess you could. And then you put, so I bought myself the forty five of that song. Right. I had Toto on a forty five on a record player. Man, I'm dating myself. Jeez. <laughs> maybe I should have you know, we maybe we should edit that part. <laughs> Unreal. Um, you hear about the new Nike lacing sneakers? Of course. Who didn't hear about that? So uh, let, let's uh, hear from the director, Eric Avar, who is t- uh, talking about creating these. Part of uh, my job over these years has to been a futurist and to think about new ideas and, and then new ideas for draw them up and try and make them happen. He's right. And I think that's been a relatively successful process. Yeah. We've been doing this a long time. This project wouldn't exist if I hadn't been asked to think 30 years into the future. Power laces, all right. Power laces sort of made sense to me. And so that's what we embarked upon. We say power laces, that's kind of a pull back from back to the future shoe. But it's really about creating a new lace system, a new lace architecture, a new fit system. I'm excited about the introduction of this new technology into the real world of sports. I mean, high-performance sports in this case. You know, we're talking about the NBA. Well, they're uh, they're called the Adapt BB. Actually, Jason Tatum wore them last night when the Celtics played the Raptors. Retail? Uh, retail. What do you what do you think? Um, I don't know how much self-lacing they cost. sneakers Self-lacing technology. From you could, Nike. You could do them from your phone, and they lace your sneakers. Oh yeah. How you much? From phone. Uh, well, you know, the Jordans back in the day were quite expensive. Uh, Jordans today still are expensive. I'm going to say that these things got to go for, oh my gosh, uh, up where you got to go. I'm going to go over 250. I don't know if they hit 300. They might. Maybe Give me a solid answer. Solid answer. How much are these sneakers? 299. 350. Shut up. Really? At the end of the bucks? day, with the technology too, I mean, I, I could see three fifty. Wow! But yeah, so uh, and Jason Tatum are those the most expensive brand? Like, I mean, no, I there's, the, most... there's more out Man. there. But wow. Jason Tatum had a great game last night. Did he? And and the uh, the Celtics beat the Raptors. So Did he talk about. Do you have any audio of that? I don't have any audio oh, of him playing. Talking about his sneakers. Yeah. So uh, we have that as well. Let's yeah. see what we can. Oh, this is right up your alley too. I saw that. What was the most expensive pair of sneakers you ever owned? Uh, probably. The well, I I got the the ones I have on for free, but they're probably the most expensive. Yeah, which ones are those? The Justin Timberlake ones. Yeah. So those are the Timberlake and uh, Jordan. They got right. together, right? They got together. So what do those retail for? Uh, they retail around two and change. All right, so those would be the most expensive sneakers that you own right. currently right now. Yeah, I think back in the day, I guess I did purchase. Uh, a pair of uh, Jordans. I know I saved the money, and I think I paid one seventy five. And this is, you know, we're going way back in years right. back. So I think I might have paid one seventy five for a pair of Jordans, and that's the extent I've ever paid. Uh, a pair of boots. How about a pair of boots? Uh, like, like you know, I don't know. I I I got Tim's. Yeah, Tim, uh, yeah, so probably like sixty, seventy bucks. Yeah, I paid one fifty for a pair of uh, Timberland right. boots. Right. Well, my, mine are the construction, not the type you wear yeah. out when you're going out with your I friends like mine. on, I like those. Uh, on Saturday. Yeah. I, I saw this right up your alley. I was on yes. Reddit. This uh, kid, a uh, little kid from Russia, 
made a sled. Oh, more Russia. No, Come but on. It's a, it's a little kid. You know why? It's a I'm little just ti- okay. It's a little kid. But you know why I'm Get- tired of Russia? I just can't take it anymore. It's a little kid. This All is right. a little innocent kid getting creative. You I'm know what he did? I'm not getting political. I'm just saying that I've heard more about Russia in the past two years. I'm not saying anything about pro he, or con or anything. I just don't want to hear about Russia anymore. So he created a sled, and yeah. you know how he powered his sled? <laughs> two leaf he- blowers. No way. On a sled? Smart. And he moved. Really? He moved across the parking lot. Could this it's like ice. mini Greg T. Wow. We tried to do that with we called it the rocket chair. We tried to do that with fire extinguishers. Yeah, it didn't happen. Very difficult. We right. made we we made a mess. Yes, very difficult. Very difficult. Um all right, so do you believe this? Kate Middleton, you How know How many more pieces of audio do we have? You can leave whenever you want. I'm not leaving. Doors the wide open. No, uh, we're leaving together. We turn this baby off together. Do you believe this? Kate Middleton doesn't know if the Queen of England has eaten pizza. Really? You know, um, what kind of? I mean, they have, do you think they order pizza? Can you order pizza? You gotta think the the Queen is 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 old. It's not like she's young. And she's two. If she was like four years old, I would say there's a good chance she hasn't had pizza. Here, think- here's the first. Let's play the clip. It's a little hard to hear, but right, it was a question asked to Kate Middleton. I think that's one of the best things to make pizzas at home. It's such fun. You can choose what you Sorry. put on. She likes pizza. Kate Middleton. Cheese, cucumber. <laughs> 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 Revelation. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> So she she doesn't know she doesn't know. It's a little hard to hear, but the kid, yeah, little kid asks, "Did has the queen ever had pizza?" Yeah. Kate Middleton's had pizza. The prince has had pizza. But do you think the queen of England has ever ordered a pizza? Yeah, I would say that she has not, you know. But it, wouldn't that be so cool to get the call at like at like Vinny's Pizza down the street? A Domino's. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need a pizza to be delivered to. Uh, sure. Westminster what's the address? Abbey, you know. What's the, what's, what's the address? <laughs> yeah, just come on down to Westminster Abbey. S- come to the side entrance. See, if I was I was working the phones at Domino's and I got that phone call, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, great, whatever. You st- mean, stop stop calling me. You get to a point, I guess, if you're like such an A class celebrity, like you can't really order food delivered to your house, right? I mean, you, has that ever you, happened to you? in the situation no. where where a pizza a guy or no. a Chinese food guy well, they, they go, oh my god are you Greg T yeah it has happened yes that has happened well, it has do you remember what you're having pizza it was a pizza guy yeah and a yeah. pizza guy said are you Greg T and I said yeah and he said oh my god can I get your autograph and I literally autographed the receipt yes my, that has happened my one yes. situation that it's ever happened to me it was a, again a pizza yeah um Guy pulled up. He was in front of my house, uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you, you see when cars pull up in front of your house, and it, no matter who they are, you look yeah. out the window. But I knew it was the pizza guy. Right. Cop cars follow right behind him. Oh. He got pulled over in front of my house. Ooh. He had some broken tail lights, so the cops were tailing him for a few blocks. Wow. I was wondering, can I go outside and get my pizza? Yeah, right. I need my food. Let's Do go, I have man. to wait for this guy? Right. To, You're the to... idiot with the with the broken tail light. You deal with that. Right. Give so, me my pizza. So the cops take care of the situation. A good five to ten minute, you know, yeah. situation right in front of my house with the lights going on, everything <laughs> going. What's wrong? What's wrong? Neighbors start to look because there's lights. And it's you right know, in front of your house. Right. So they they start assuming the worst of me. Right. What did Garrett do to his kids? Pizza <laughs> guy goes, "Hey, man, I listen to you all the time. <laughs> I want to go." You couldn't just get out of the car and give me the pizza through the window? 
So, cool. so I, I had to sit there, watch the guy get a ticket. Right. Pizza wasn't pizza was lukewarm. It right, wasn't right, hot. Right, it could have right. been hot. No, of course. Uh, but the ten minutes was spent. But that was my one situation with uh, with the pizza guy. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Uh, we talked about. Oh, we both saw. We were speaking of movies, we both saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Yes, great quality movie. Now that was very good. That was very all. Good. Uh, you know, the movie comes out on demand in February, but you know, with that comes all the deleted scenes, the behind the scenes stuff. So Brian May, who is from Queen, yes, he is. Um, there was a scene in the movie which I think you remember when they were. Making Bohemian Rhapsody in the studio, yeah. they were playing the guitar yep. and they're playing the riff. Yep. That was actually Brian May playing the guitar, and they just added that for in the movie. for the movie oh, during that. that scene. So you'll hear the scene play out, oh, then then that. you'll That's hear so Rami cool. Malek and the other guys in the right. cast uh, pick up their lines because yeah, yeah, the movie yeah. was playing. So listen to this real quick. There's Brian May from Queen. Rami Malik. That. So now what? I see the operatic section. <sighs> the operatic section. Good. <laughs> so, okay, here you go. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Talladega Nights. Caddyshack. Which was the best movie? Uh, I would still say Talladega Nights. Over Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Dude, now you really are smoking crack, bro. No, not Come at all. Come on. Dude, Bohemian Rhapsody, quality flick. And then I'm going to go Caddyshack again, and then I'm doing Talladega Nights in th- in, the, in that order. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't like Talladega Nights. I'm just saying if those are my three moves I have to choose from, go that's ahead. where they're going. I'm going with Bohemian Rhapsody, then Caddyshack, then Talladega Nights. But see, uh, Caddyshack to you was your childhood. Well, it was just... but. That was your childhood. Yes, but I re- but Talladega I, Nights for me, childhood. Okay, fine, but but when I but now that I'm older and I look back, I can still say, dude, it was it was a very good movie. It really was. It had a little bit of everything in it. It really did. Uh, you see this video that no a- more sound. How much more audio? We can quit all we want. We I can't mean- keep going on. This is like nine hours worth of audio. That's what the whole point is. It's a podcast of having fun and just playing some stuff that the world uh, hasn't heard of or should know of. But maybe what we should do is we should probably do like our top 10 pieces you might have missed this week. We're, Going forward, I'm just wondering, maybe that should be the thing. instead Because we must have gone through 15 or 16 pieces of audio at this point. Right. Why, why did I just do that? You ever hear about that? When people, th- they go, it's probably nine or ten. Really? Why? It should be a bigger uh, ratio. I just think we probably went to 15 or 16. What does that really well, make? Problem is, the problem is you, you tend to over-exaggerate from I time. I should have said 15 or 20. You're just like the Dane Cook bit where it's like, you know, there was a fire at my house. There was a hundred firemen. Really? A hundred? That's a lot of firemen coming in and out. hundred Excuse firemen. me, chicken. Excuse me, chicken. But we have done this a lot of, a lot of audio. I know. Well, it's a, it, it, I think it's a lot of interesting stuff. Like the pop- I'd be curious if next week we can just do maybe... Maybe let's say ten or even twelve. How about like a dozen audio, a dozen audio clips? All right. Well, our, if you want to come, it gives us more time to talk about each audio and, clip. And we can. We don't need to jump into it. But right. like, do, do you remember eating Pop Tart cereal? Pop, I still eat Pop Tarts now. Pop-Tart but but the cereal, cereal back in 1994. I did not eat Pop Tart cereal. 1994. I was probably eating. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what was that? Um, Raisin Bran Crunch. At no, in 1994. Yeah. And Captain Crunch, maybe I started getting into some good cereals, like like good wholesome healthy cereals. I like healthy cereals. In '94, well, that was the last. That was the uh, last What's your time. Favorite cereal. Favorite cereal, probably now because I can't eat much because of the gluten. Frosted uh, Flakes. No, I can't have Frosted Flakes. You can't have Frosted Flakes. No gluten. Oh, it's got gluten. Yeah. I can have Cheerios. I can have Checks. I can oh, have. Uh, boring. I can have Lucky Charms. 
Probably Lucky Charms right in the wheelhouse. But yeah, uh, Pop-Tarts coming back. First time since 1994. Yeah. So I found the commercial from 1994. And you wouldn't even think that if it was today, this would be on television because it's very grungy as you yawn. Because I, uh, I did not yawn. I this is a commercial. Pop-Tarts owed. I thought Pop-Tarts This is a commercial. Cool, 1994. They wouldn't fit. Kellogg's made cereal called Pop-Tarts Crunch. I love to munch on them. They're like Pop-Tarts, only smaller, and you can pour milk on them. They're crunchy, and you can pour milk on them. Pop-Tarts Crunch! New Kellogg's Pop-Tarts Crunch cereal. Part of this complete breakfast. They're Pop-Tarts for your spoon. Thank you. That sounds like my rock band from back in the day. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. That's what yep. it reminded me. Uh, and let's end, end on this. Um, so the Chappelle show, uh, very popular, you know, back in the early 2000s. I like Chappelle. Uh, Neil Brennan, he's one of the, he was one of the co-writers yeah. along with Chappelle. He was doing an interview, I believe, um, with The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, he was talking about how R. Kelly sent his goons to come beat up Dave Chappelle. Hey, did you realize that Dave Chappelle was uh, in uh, A Star is Born? Yes. I, he, I thought he played a pretty good part. I liked him a lot. Yeah. He didn't seem like the comedic. I thought he was know, playing silly... Dave Chappelle at first. I thought he was just playing be, because yeah. uh, because they did the whole uh, Grammy scene where artists right. were Halsey was in it. And, oh, right, right, uh, right. So I thought he was just Dave Chappelle because at the end of the day, uh, Bradley Cooper played mm. an artist. So mm-hmm. that artist had many friends and connections. So I thought he woke up in Dave Chappelle's front <laughs> yard. I, like, I, really, I, I liked it. I thought that the movie at that point in A Star is Born was almost like... It it was the perfect time to bring in another actor, another character in there, so I liked it. So this is Neil Brennan talking about the time R. Kelly sent his goons to come beat up uh, Dave Chappelle. Unreal. I don't think people understand what comedy is supposed to do. Like, we will observe things, we'll make fun of things. Did people want us to round up a posse and go arrest R. Kelly? Like, what were we supposed to do? He's right. We made fun of R. Kelly. R. Kelly wanted to fight Dave. He literally stepped, his goons stepped to Dave in Chicago, and Dave's goons intervenes, and there was a, the, the goons negotiated. So the idea that we somehow normalize this, like we also did a white supremacist sketch. Our job is to poke fun at things, and even if it's bleak, we still poke fun at it. We were trying to humiliate a guy. It's like insane. It's so interesting, though. Crazy. Crazy to think that that happened. Crazy to think. See, those are the things that happen backstage, which you don't even know about. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's pretty much what we would like to try to do here. Just bring bring you some stuff that everyone might be talking about. You might see it online, and uh, if not, now you know about it. So, uh, that that pretty much is it. A little less next time. L- little, a little less. A little less. Remember when you did a podcast that was like four hours long? Yes, but you could talk a little bit more about some of these We could talk pieces. too. We don't need to jump into the next less thing. Less is more. Less is more. I love, I love how that is your less is more. All right. So uh, my name is Garrett along with Greg T. Well, that is the Audio Lab. We- and you never know what's going to come out. So uh, we will listen uh, to more audio all next week, play it for you, and uh, we appreciate listening to the first of hopefully many episodes yeah, we do. right here yeah, on iHeartRadio.